Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 148 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. <laughs> and this one is definitely about the things. Today we're going to be talking about ancient civilizations, what I think happened in our past, stuff like that, ancient past, ancient history and stuff like ancient civilizations really. But this one here is quite weird. Well, little Dennis is with us, little co-host. He, he's cool, he is. And you can see little Dennis on the on the on the video if you go to youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. Because you can see this this podcast as a as a video. But little Dennis is gonna get us straight into this one. Boing! So little kitty kisses. And they are in their little house now. Kitty and little Dennis are in their little house sitting comfortably because this one is going to be all about ancient civilizations so this one was going to be episode 138 of the podcast so this i wrote all these notes i got a load of notes with me i wrote all these notes 10 weeks ago at least 10 weeks ago so it's going to be interesting going through these to see what i think about now because last couple weeks ago i had this psychedelic experience and a lot of stuff came to me, which I think is going to link in with this. So this is going to be, I'm really excited for this. So in my little notes, the first thing I've got is ancient civilizations, what I think happened in our past. So I've put, we don't know the full story. We definitely don't know the full story. And it's very strange. But what happens is, when you start, when you start getting quite spiritual and stuff, you... you for some reason, well, I know what it is, but you, for some reason you get pulled towards the ancient past. And the reason is, I think it's because the truth is hidden in the past, but it's actually been buried. So this is it. We don't know the full story. And, well, a little thing I've wrote here is wars. So one of the things is, there's definitely some sort of sabotaging going on of the ancient past. There's definitely something fishy going on with our, with our history. So I've put here the wars. Now the thing is, well, the first thing is the truth will never be... If you try to bury something, in the end it's going to reveal itself. Like there was, there's going to be loads of secrets underneath Antarctica. It's only a matter of time before those secrets are revealed. So that's the thing. You can't bury the truth forever. But the thing I've noticed is, all, the, all these wars, if you look at it... All the places where they've started, they've created wars, they're all in places where there's ancient monuments and scriptures and buildings and all the rest of it. In other words, what they do is, it looks like what they're doing is making it really almost impossible to find the truth because they're like destroying it. So they, they disguise it as a, what do you call it? As like a war. Very strange. But also the thing is, you can't bury the truth in the physical because it will always reveal itself somehow because it's the truth. And the other thing is you can't bury the, you can't keep the truth hidden in, in yourself either. What I've noticed is the outside world is exactly the same as a human. I almost feel like maybe what's going on here is we are a human inside of a universe, but the universe is the inside of a human. <laughs> and it, I reckon it's going to end up being that the, you're inside of yourself. So in other words, you try to bury some. The truth is buried in the physical. 
under the ground and stuff but the truth is also buried inside of us which i think links into the dna i think the dna has the truth in it i think the dna has all of our time in it in other words the whole of history of humans millions of years i feel like that is in the dna and that's what they're like the 95 percent. what they say is junk dna i feel like this is all actually the truth is in our DNA. So if you start messing about with the DNA, there's potential that you can actually start sabotaging. Well, what's that word? Severing. You can start severing the connection between the truth. I just, it's just something I thought about. I, I added that little bit in it because that sort of came to me late, lately. I've, there's something going on with our DNA, which is really important. It's to do with time. So this is quite cool, I think. What have I put here? The past is way more complicated slash magical than we can ever imagine, definitely. So the first thing is, all the stuff that we get taught at school, stuff stuff like, well, like the, the slaves and that built the pyramids and stuff, it sounds very basic and boring. Even the ancient civilizations, they're all, they're all sort of, they're all sort of um, presented as being very basic. Yeah, very basic with these little simple tools, as if they were sitting around doing nothing. But the thing is, when you start digging and having a look, what you realise is they knew, I feel like they knew way more than we do in certain areas, especially to do with the astronomy, especially to do with the inner self as well. They they knew things, which this is why I feel like it's magical. It's almost as if the magical side of human has been sort of forgotten, but it's coming back. That's what I can feel. That's what I love. The, the magical side of a human is coming back, which is like the spiritual thing. Lucid dreaming. I now have to say psychedelics, meditation. These things are connecting you with the with the magicalness, because in the magic in the magical place, or, or with magic, things can manifest instantly. In the, with magic, things defy the laws of the, of of the physical. Basically, this is coming back now. I think in the ancient past, they had actually worked out they had actually worked out something where they could sort of interact with this and bring it in, manifest it instantly. That's what I think. So I feel like what's happening is we're in a cycle. I feel like the past becomes the future. So what happens is I think what happens is humans become super intelligent and then for some reason or something happens it resets them back into being a bit basic but the thing is because it's a cycle this is how the past becomes the future the past gets buried but it's actually going to end up being the future because it's just like a repeating loop so i feel like what's happening is we are entering back into the magical phase where we can start manifesting things and in the physical and stuff but there seems to be a force which doesn't want that to happen for some reason. It's a bit weird, that. <laughs> and that's also the same force that's sort of trying to hide the, the ancient past. It's very strange. So what I'll put here, you learn by knowing what you did before. Yeah, so, so what I've noticed is, well, it's like that quote, you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep making the same mistakes or something. That quote, I love that quote. But basically, what it is, is if you don't know what happened in the past, you're just going to recreate it. Because it's almost like, it's almost like, it's like that thing, well, it's like that thing where if, 
let's say you've got a habit of doing something bad. If you're not aware of it, you keep doing it. It's only once you become aware of the habit that you can actually change it. This is the thing here. If, if we don't become aware of our ancient past, we're just going to keep repeating it. So I've put here, if the past, if the past was hijacked, you repeat the same mistakes. Yeah, through, yeah. Th this is why it's so important to find out the, about the past, because you can learn from the past. So again, this goes into the sort of like how it's we are the same as the physical thing. The way you learn yourself is to sort of go inside yourself, meditation or something. You can sort of analyze your past. You're not judging it; you're just looking at it. And you can sort of see, what you can do is you can see how things link to everything. So you can work backwards, reverse engineer something that you want to change or something. You can work out where it came from. It's much harder to change it in the moment. You have to sort of work out what caused it. Well, This is like what's happening here with the, with the past thing. Once you start realising what's happened in the past, you can sort of start being aware of it now. And you can see how it's happening again. So I put here, yeah, the ancient past was way more connected to source. I love that. I almost feel like what, what's actually happened here is, well, I, I sort of think maybe, was, was, the, was the ancient past actually New Earth? Which could be, we could call it heaven, total balance. And then what happened was, it either, well, what I think happened, I had a thing about these pyramids. Hopefully, I, I think I talked about it in here somewhere. I think the pyramids is what actually created the separation. I think the pyramid is what created the separation from source. So it made us feel like we are just humans instead of realising we're source, like pretending to be a human. And I feel like now, the next one, the thing that's going to repeat it is going to be like, what do you call it? It's going to be like AI. Yeah, so AI is going to put you into another virtual reality. So you're going to be you're going to be a, a level lower. <laughs> so instead of going backwards closer to source, you'd actually be if you went into the virtual reality, if you went into AI, you would actually be going further away from source. It's quite weird that, and I think that's what happened with the pyramids. I think the pyramids. I think I'm going to talk about it in here, but the, I think when the pyramids were created, what happened was, well, so this is what happened. This is what I wrote in my automatic writing. The week after my psychedelic experience, I was getting a load of stuff coming to me. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd just write. I didn't even know where it, what, what I was writing. And what it said was, there's three pyramids, a big one, and there's two little ones. So what happened is, that what, they did, what they did was, and this is quite funny. It's funny but sad in a way. What, what I think, so this is again, it goes into how there is truth in what they say. So when they say that slaves built their pyramids, there is truth in that, but there's not as well. It's this thing, this is where it gets a bit, you get a bit confused because you're trying to work out what the truth is and they sprinkle the truth with lies. <laughs> so what happened was, this is what I think happened. So, something happened out in space, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And the, they basically destroyed their planet. They came to Earth like another race basically an, an alien race came to earth and they they manipulated the humans to help them create the pyramids so what happened was that the, the humans were without realizing it creating the, the pyramids which was going to actually enslave them same things happening now with the vaccine and stuff 
we are bringing about our own enslavement. This is what I'm saying. It's, it's repeating itself all the time. Where was I going with that? Ancient past waking up. Yeah. So what, what happened there was, so what they did was they created these three pyramids. Now, what I'm, what I'm thinking is they were actually so intelligent, they were actually harnessing the energy of the earth. So the energy of the earth was going into these pyramids and these pyramids, what, what they are is basically, it's a way, this is how they cloned and high, what's it, hybrid. This is how they created the human hybrid. What This is what it said was, you've got the two little pyramids, they put a, a pure human in there. So that could be like, say, a creature that that is completely in balance, a human from the new earth that's in balance. And then there's a, they put like, one of them in there so let's just say you, you could call it a reptilian if you want or you could call it a negative entity or something that is out of balance so let's just say for the minute human human in one reptilian in the other what they did was it with the pyramids using the, the energy of the earth and the universe they actually merged the two souls so what you had was you had the soul of the human the soul of the reptilian it basically they got fused into one being which is what we are so and that that being popped out into the bigger pyramid so the big pyramid is creating two entangled souls in one creature so what you end up with is you end up with a, a human you end up with a human that looks like a human looks just like the original human so it looks just like a a god basically that would be existing on the new earth what they did there was the reptilian is inside of it. <laughs> so what you this is why you've got that sabotaging this. When you try to do something, you you, you always sort of this, 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 there's like an energy inside of you trying to sabotage you and stuff. And this is they they, they depict it all the time with the little angel and the devil on your shoulders. I feel like I feel like this is basically what's going on is even when you're meditating, you're meditating. There's loads of thoughts trying to distract you what that is it what's happening is you've got this one creature which has been created by these other by merging these two these two and the, the thing is they're trying to turn the the human into let's just say a reptilian <laughs> but you can use whatever word you want you could just say an alien they're trying to turn a human into an alien so what will happen is Inside of us is two forces, a negative and a positive, battling. But we are sort of like an awareness in between it. But what's going to happen is one of these forces is going to win or, or get into complete balance. They're trying to make the... When they created this hybrid, this human hybrid, the goal is... The ultimate goal is to put them in... They put them into... What happened is when they created the... Because those pyramids also create a virtual reality, which created this, the physical that we're inside of now. So the whole point of this physical is is a test to see which side are we going to end up on. Are we going to go negative or positive? And what happen is, you'll either, if the negative wins, you would you would basically, effectively, you would become like a reptilian. So what would happen is they they would have they would have used. They would have basically kept themselves alive by turning themselves almost what's the, there's like a there's a creature there's a creature in nature some sort of spider or something what it does is it, it attaches to a let's just say it's a spider 
I think it is. I'm not sure. And let's say it's a worm. It's not, though. But let's pretend it is. So there's this little spider. It attaches itself to a worm. What it does then is it keeps itself alive by basically sort of, what would you call it? Well, it's sort of, it's using the worm as like a, a, a life source, I suppose, to keep itself alive. This is what I think is happening. The reptilian would take over. The human would still be alive, but the, the negative energy would be in control. That's what I think. So this goes into this thing here. It says, well, this is what I put. So, oh, this is weird. I think I said about it late in a minute. What I put is, Earth was reptilian's home. So, yeah, so there's two things here. There's, there's two, one of two ways that this is, this is, this is going to go, I think. Either Earth was originally, <laughs> originally, the reptilians, and then the humans came to the, to the Earth. Or the Earth was originally the humans, and the reptilians came from an, another planet, which they destroyed. <laughs> or what's happened is the reptilians and the humans were actually coexisting. One of these, one of these happened. Well, what happened was a, a war broke out between these two factions, between the humans and the. Well, you could say the reptilians. You could actually call them dinosaurs if you want. Maybe that'd be better. Call them the intelligent dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. So you've got these intelligent dinosaurs and you've got humans coexisting on Earth. Something happened and it caused a. A, a war so the, or the other one is that basically the, the the let's say the dinosaurs were living on a, a planet like mars a war broke out because these dinosaurs were a lot more intelligent than we think they were a war broke out basically they destroyed their own planet mars so they had to find a new home and the closest one was earth so they came here and basically just took over one of those things happened and then what happened was Again, because they were so intelligent, they could um, connect with the. They could. They knew. They basically were able to travel instantly through time and stuff. But what they could do was they 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 pulled in backup, <laughs> requesting backup. Yeah. So the 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 negative, they they requested backup. So the first thought I had was they destroyed their planet Mars. A load of little spaceships come out with all these little, let's say dinosaurs on. <laughs> and what happened is. Each of them, each of the little spaceships went to different planets because they were trying to keep themselves alive. So what they did was one one little spaceship came to Earth and what it, they, they basically sort of put themselves inside of the system with the humans until they took control. And then what they did is once they took control, again, the pyramids, harnessing the power of the Earth, sending out a signal, which if you look in the sky, the Orion's belt, those three stars of Orion's belt, I believe, are actually three pyramids on one planet. So if you were to able if you were able to teleport yourself over to Orion's belt and look up at the sky, you would look at the Earth and you would see exactly the same thing. You would see three stars. This is if the pyramids were activated. So what happened was they, they basically create these pyramids, sending out a signal, and then they could request backup. <laughs> It's quite funny that. And then the other thing I said was, or they destroyed their planet so took over Earth. Something like that. Or, what's this here? Yeah, this is a bit weird here. Earth was put into a self-contained virtual reality prison. Yeah, so this goes into the, the pyramids. I wrote this before 
before the thing about the pyramids. There's something going on with those pyramids. Re- there's something going on with those pyramids, and it's to do with time. It's to do with cloning and hybridization, and it's to do with an entity or something, an alien race, basically, or something that isn't human. Something going on with that. So I'm thinking, are we inside of a virtual reality prison? There's there's two options, basically, basically as, as what I see. Or three, maybe. We are little babies, and this virtual reality we're inside of is just the way of training the babies up. Like how you put them into a little nursery, or like a little pen. You keep them in the pen until you know they're not they're not going to play with things. Then you can let them out, and they're not going to destroy the place. <laughs> so Earth, this virtual reality that we're inside of, could just be like a little sort of like a little cot that you put all the newborns in, <laughs> which would be us. Until we are grown enough, we can then leave and go into basically like the spirit realm, which is with a place where thoughts instantly manifest. So again. In the physical, your thoughts instantly, your thoughts manifest, but they don't, they're not instant, they're, they take time. So what, so what you've got to do is, this whole, the, the point of the virtual reality could just be to train us so that our thoughts are not going all over the place. Because if you go out into the spiritual and you haven't, you haven't leveled up your thoughts and stuff, what could happen is, you can start manifesting creatures like, you could start manifesting destruction, basically, into the spirit realm. That's what I'm thinking. The other one is, so that's the first one, it's, it's the earth, the virtual reality that we're inside of, the illusion, it's just, it's a way of us test, proving ourselves worthy, I suppose, of going into the spirit realm, just like babies. The other one is, something put us inside of it against our will. Well, not against our will. We, I feel like we would have done it we would have done it, but not realised what we were doing. So they would have they would have sold they would have sold it to us. Like, oh, you can go into this virtual reality, and it will be amazing. You won't you won't realise what you're inside of. Yeah. So and basically, it would be like you're playing a video game without realising you're playing a video game. That sounds amazing. What they didn't realise was you would you could you would potentially get stuck in a loop <laughs> where you would never realize that you were playing a video game so so you would actually end up becoming sort of imprisoned inside the video game that's the other one and what's the other one? Oh, the other one is it's just a game we just we were just sitting around on new earth completely in balance and we thought oh this is a bit boring <laughs> and so what we did was we created a virtual reality so we could experience negative positive all types of emotions. So I feel like that's the three options we got here. So it's either a malicious thing and not we've been put in a prison. It's just a game, we're having fun. Or we are we are babies who are basically being trained. Yeah. So I'll put here. Do we deserve to be in the prison? That's the thing. That's the thing. Well, that, that that question there is only if it's a prison. Because the thing is, I think about this, if you were put into it, let's say, for instance, you were walking down the street and somebody said to you, oh, come with me, go in this room, there's going to be loads of stuff in here, everything that you, you could ever imagine, everything you've ever, you ever dream of is in this room. You walked in there, as soon as you got in there, all that stuff was in there, but they slammed the door, bolted it, <laughs> you can never get out. 
would you so at that point would that wouldn't be nice would it because you would be you would be trapped even though you had all these nice things you would soon get bored of all those things and you would you would want to just be free so the thing then is that person who went in there they went in there on their they 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 their free will let them they agreed to go in there but they didn't really know what they were getting into so the question then is would that person deserve to be in the prison i don't think so <laughs> so then what's it say here what oh yeah i like this look i love this <laughs> you can't be fully enlightened until the world is this is something i realize because i think to myself people like jesus muji the buddha these enlightened beings i think to myself once you become enlightened you're basically source you are now existing inside the virtual reality or the illusion but really you're not because you you sort of you you've you're basically source so i thought to myself why wouldn't you when you become enlightened just pop out of existence yeah what's the point in hanging around really the reason is i feel like part of the enlightenment process is you realize everyone is one so every single person is the same person so what it means is you don't you can't fully become enlightened until everyone is enlightened this is why you have to stay inside the system to help other people become enlightened yeah because think about it if if you're if you become enlightened but you know that everyone is the same person what i think is going on here is i think you've got an original being let's call it a god who is trying to become enlightened all of the little it becomes let's say a million humans each of those millions millions of humans has to find balance and then become enlightened balance for each human is different one of them might find balance by being negative this is a weird thing but it would it, you would have to balance the negative and positive energies so each human becomes enlightened once once they found balance they return back to source but all the other ones haven't become enlightened yet so the source isn't enlightened <laughs> so then what happens is the enlightened you can go back into the system enlightened to help enlighten the other ones but the funny thing about all of this is the original one that isn't that you say isn't enlightened yet it actually already is this is where it gets really weird in other words it's, it's, it sounds like a paradox i can't i can't explain it without it sounding like a paradox and like you're contradicting yourself because you what you're saying is you're saying once one human becomes enlightened you return to source which means you're enlightened which means the source is enlightened <laughs> yeah because it's weird what it is is it, it's a paradox within a paradox so all the but all basically all the humans have to become enlightened so unless all the other humans are enlightened you're not really enlightened that's what i think but the cool thing is all you got to do is work on yourself <laughs> because again this is going to sound like you're contradicting yourself when you become enlightened everyone else becomes enlightened it's very strange but the thing is oh it's so weird because the thing is that the only way you can become enlightened is sometimes by having someone else who's enlightened this is where all the timelines get really weird because basically everyone is enlightened at the same time but they will become enlightened at different times so it's you end up with this thing where you've got something that's enlightened 
and it appears as if it's enlightened before something else is enlightened but really they're all enlightened at the same time it's quite weird so another thing i put here is save the earth save the human race and i've put like i put it in like i've got an arrow going save from save the earth to save the human race and then another one from save the human race to save the earth this is the same thing again it's the same thing exactly the same thing the human becomes enlightened the earth becomes enlightened the earth becomes enlightened the humans become enlightened we're, we're entangled with each other and the reason it's the same is because the earth is the god the earth is god basically we are we are walking every day we are walking on the god <laughs> how cool is that think about it though the, the the god it created us feeds us looks after us everything is connected is the earth the the earth is god but there are multiple gods so basically you'd have multiple gods which are planets so gods are basically planets and the virtual reality is the god the planet becoming a human it's amazing so you don't have to worry about saving the earth all you've got to do is save yourself (laughs) and you will save the earth there's another leap i've done which is the future and the past again this is is it's it's so weird. It looks like time is traveling in a line, but really that line which is traveling in one direction is not really a line. It's actually a circle. So what happens is the cir- the line is only going in one direction, but because it's a circle, at one point the the circle is going forwards, at another point the circle is going backwards. So this is how you end up with you basically you end up with two timelines one going forwards one going backwards but really it's only one timeline and the timeline is actually inside of the dna so the dna if if you could get the dna all of it stretch it out well firstly if you if you got the whole dna and looked at it 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 would look like what what i think it would look like is two snakes basically let's say it's really two timelines intertwining so it, it would be like the well, yeah, this is a good example here. It would be like the figure of eight, but you wouldn't see the top and bottom. So all you would see is the, the middle bit of the eight. And then it would, it would look like there's loads of middle bits of eights stacked on top of each other. So like looping like that. But really, if you zoomed out far enough, when if you get into the timeless and zoom out far enough, what you realise is that that's sort of those, the thing that looks like loads of timelines wiggling intertwined with each other if you zoom out far enough it would look like an eight (laughs) and then what you do is you take that eight and then if you if you cut the eight let's say you get a pair of scissors and cut the eight you like a bit bit of spaghetti let's say you then stretch it out what you realize is that the the thing that looks like an eight it's not a loop at all what it is is it's a straight line and the thing that looks like two timelines, so one timeline on the eight is going up. And then at the top, the eight, it comes back down. So now the other timeline is going back down again. And then when it gets to the bottom, it goes back up again. So it's it's a never-ending cycle of two timelines. And the reason it's like an eight is it's two entangled souls. So it's basically two circles on top of each other, looping like this. But the funny thing is, it it looks like they're going forwards and backwards through time. If you cut that and put it in a line, it's actually good. it's only one direction. <laughs> and then the funny, the funniest thing even after that is, if you zoom out far, if you were able to zoom out far enough and see all of that, 
you're in the timeless anyway. So you realise that the time is just an, an, an illusion. <laughs> so there's multiple illusions there. There's the illusion of time being a circle. Or, or there's, there's the illusion of two timelines in different directions, which is actually only one. <laughs> but then that turns out to actually only be... There's no time anyway. And this is how... So this is what happens. This is why it's a bit of a paradox. Inside of the illusion, there is time. So this is how you have things becoming enlightened before they are, or before other things are. But in the timeless, which is what we really are, there's no time. So everything's already enlightened. It's really cool. It is really cool. What else? There's something else I was going to say about that. Oh, so what I put here is, it, this is it, look. Egypt opened a portal to demons. And I've put with the pyramids, and I wrote this before the, before that psychedelic experience. And, and I, when I, when I put demons, I've just put a thing in it that says negative based beings. All these labels of things, all it is 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 to opposites. Some creatures are more negative based than others. So we we call something that's really pure negative, we call it a demon. Also, you could, some people call them reptilians and stuff. All it is 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 a being that is pure negative and I almost feel like it's actually found balance in the negative <laughs> it's quite funny but what I think is they they opened a portal and I've put here the pyramids so again I'm thinking these pyramids are some sort of the pyramids have got something to do with dimensions and time travel and something but what I put here is did Egypt know they connected to negative en entities yeah so well I think yes and no to that I think the rulers of Egypt at the time, I feel like they were not actually humans. I feel like, so they knew what they were doing. I feel like all the people, so like the humans on the earth at that, at that time, I don't think they knew what they were doing. I think if they'd known what they were doing, which was opening a portal to let in the, the demons or the negativeness, if they'd known what they were doing, they, they wouldn't ag agree to it. It's quite cool. Yeah. This is what some, what you start to realise is when you start looking into the ancient past, some of this sounds like craziness and you think this is like you've been watching too many sci-fi films or something. <laughs> what you start realising is the the films, the reason they resonate with us, all of these films about demons and, well, all of the sci-fi basically and fantasy, the reason it resonates with us is because inside of us, inside of our DNA, we have actually got the memory of all of this happening. So there's a, a strong emotion to it. The thing is, it's been severed. Yeah. And there's various ways you can sever the connection to source. Things inside of the physical, like, well, little things like the fluoride in the toothpaste and stuff, because it's all to do with the penal gland, the third eye. Yeah, you, you, sever, you sever the connection. It's quite mad. This is why it's so amazing to start looking into the ancient past. Because it is it's far from boring. In fact, you you start realising it's even more exciting than any sci-fi film and stuff. And it's real. This is a thing. It's cool. So I put here, the pyramids equals two souls entangled in one being. This is where you get your paradoxes as well, because things are entangled with each other. I like this look. The stars are signs. They show the... Yeah... The stars are signs that show the cycles. So I've, I've, what I put here was Orion's belt is actually us. 
it's, it's us in the future or the past. So if you went over to Orion's, if you could teleport to Orion's belt, if you looked into the sky, what you would see is, you would see exactly what we see, <laughs> because you would actually be looking through time. So it's almost like the sky is is a visual representation of of time travel, somehow. But also it shows all the cycles. So you look up there, you can see everything how it's all, and this is what the ancient ancient people in the past did the ancient civilizations they basically studied it so much they mapped it and they, they could work out the cycles so this is how they started to know they could say right they know that 26,000 year cycle this is going to happen they know there's going to be like a a big shift in consciousness and stuff because they they've worked out all the all the cycles so the thing is looking up into space it's actually a, it's a science, and the reason it's like that is because it's a virtual reality. So everything has to be in cycles. <laughs> it's it's really it's amazing. I think. Oh, this is cool as well. So the the next bit, I'm going to talk about dinosaurs and stuff. And the thing is, at the time, this was ten weeks ago. What happened was, I did a podcast, and I just randomly said, I feel like dinosaurs are a lot more intelligent than what we thought they were. And I also said I think humans were existing with dinosaurs. I said that at the end of a podcast. It must have been about episode 137 or something. So what happened was I started writing these notes down. And this was going to be the next episode. It was going to be episode 138. But it didn't happen because I think I I talked about something else. Like face masks or something. But what happened was the day after I wrote these notes. And I was writing about dinosaurs. I said dinosaurs are an intelligent race. A video came up onto YouTube from Farsight, which had been posted that day, and they did a they did a remote viewing because what I'll put links in the description in a to this video. They did a remote a remote viewing, and what 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 they do is when they're doing a remote viewing, they don't know what they're viewing, so it's a they're blind to it. So they just talk about what they see without knowing. They haven't been told that they're looking at dinosaurs or nothing. They're just given a number. A random number and then what happens is all of them start talking about the same thing and they're not talking to each other so the the remote viewing was on dinosaurs basically and it was all to do with dinosaurs and our ancient past and what they said was what they said in that was and this is a synchronicity what they said was that dinosaurs were intelligent <laughs> and then i thought to myself oh this is amazing so, so what i think is again we know dinosaurs existed because we we find their bones and stuff. Myths talk about these dragons and stuff. Well, I feel like the myths are real. It's just we we've been led to believe that these myths are just like stories. But what happens is again, you start looking at all the ancient civilizations all around the world. They're all telling the same story, just different versions of it. They're all talking about dragons and dinosaurs. But they're they're calling them different things. Even demons with their horns, you could you could say that they could be like dinosaurs. But I feel like what's happened is we've been we've been led to believe that these dinosaurs are like simple creatures, or even aggressive and stupid. I think they were anything but. I think they were super intelligent, and I love that because you can't you can't hide the fact that dinosaurs existed, because they will always be. The truth will always come to the surface in the end, which is brilliant. So what I said was, yeah, I said, look, I said, dinosaurs and humans live together. I'm convinced of it. 
I've, I've always been convinced of that. I don't know why, but, but I just I feel like that's what's happened. And I think they were actually both super intelligent, way more intelligent than we are now. The question I've got is, were the dinosaurs here first and the humans came to Earth? Or were the, the humans here and then the dinosaurs came? Or were they both sort of here together? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> be quite cool. Um, or basically, were they maybe even the same thing? Did, like, say, for instance, a fish come out of the water? Or two different fishes or something? And one of them turned into, like, a dinosaur. One turned into, like, a human. And they both sort of became super intelligent at the same time. And then what happened was they both became aware of each other. And then, and then maybe they couldn't find balance or something. And there was some sort of war broke out. That's what I think. You want to watch that video, though. You want to watch that Farsight video. It's amazing. Because what they started talking about was... They started talking about, well, Mars, the asteroid belt. There was a war in space. And what happened was, the asteroid belt that we've got was a planet that got destroyed. And then Mars also got destroyed. So Mars used to be the home to, like, a intelligent race. And then they came to Earth. It's amazing. I also think this this sounds a bit crazy as well. But there's something about the moon. There's definitely something about the moon. And and you do wonder whether the moon is well, let's say let's say this. Let's see what you think about this one. <laughs> the moon is a spaceship. And what happened was when the when the moon came into basically the moon is a spaceship which had creatures on it who had destroyed their planet. They were looking for a new home. They found the Earth. When they arrived on the Earth, they the, the the mass of the moon coming towards the Earth, it created the flood. So it was the moon coming, which is a spaceship, which created the flood, which wiped wiped out a lot of the things, stuff like that. And also the comet that destroyed the dinosaurs. All these things. There's there's something going on, and I find it fascinating. And I know that the truth is hidden. It's hidden somewhere under the ground and the thing i love about this is yeah the thing i love about this is try as they may to to destroy the truth they can't there's a there's a thing called the, the gnostics i think they found it in about 1940s or something and this is like an ancient an ancient book talking about the bible before it got sort of hijacked so again because what they did was they they take the bible the truth but they turn it into into lies but they keep the truth in there like confusing matters but you want to you want to look into the, the gnostics as well that's that's amazing and again that came out they found that in about 1940 so like thousands of years after they find it that's what i'm saying what else is under the ground that we don't know about which is about to come to the surface and i feel like antarctica is the key to this and it's very telling as well that all of the all of the superpowers in the world are basically in Antarctica doing something, and there's a no-fly zone, so you're not allowed out there. Nobody else can go out there apart from these superpowers. And if you look into it, you see that the royal family have visited Antarctica. Who is it? All the presidents. Basically, all the powerful people in the world have gone to Antarctica. There's something going on over there. I would love to go over to Antarctica. And I think what's happened is there's e there's either remnants of some sort of ancient technology in Antarctica, which are either trying to destroy, trying to harness, or trying to hide, 
And also, or also, there's actually, there's creatures there. Intelligent creatures which went under the ground. So they've been under the ice. In little tunnels and stuff. Or the other one is, maybe they're over there building these massive tunnels and underground bunkers or something. <laughs> so that when they when they destroy the planet, they can, they can sort of go under there for a bit. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. But that's basically it for this one. I thought that was, I liked that. I hope you enjoyed it. The, the main thing is... Little Dennis says it's finished. <laughs> Little kitty. Ding. <laughs> the main thing I would say is... Start having a look at the ancient past. Because it's fascinating. Especially if you've got this feeling inside of you... That something's a bit fishy. <laughs> uh, but the thing that's funny is... I didn't really have that. I always had a feeling that dinosaurs... Were more intelligent than we thought they were. I always had this strange feeling about the pyramids... Some sort of like mystical, magical thing about it. I've always been fascinated by the stars. But I always took what they said about the the ancient past. I always took it as like as truth. And it's only when you start realising that a lot of stuff isn't... is A lot of the thing we think is true is lies. It's only then... I think that's what happens. You start going into the past. And you start realising how, how fantastic it is. Some of the things that's been going on... It's amazing. But I hope you enjoyed that. If you've got anything to say or, or any links you think I might be interested in, please like put them in the comments or send me an email or something on the website, which you can find at sophielawson.com. And you can find a video at youtube.com slash sophielawson. All that's left is this week's little inspirational quote. Also, I am going to try this next week this coming week, I'm going to try to do a a live stream, which I don't know how long it'll be, a few hours I think. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through my automatic writing, and I'm going to actually just I'm just going to read all of it. It's talking about like the pyramids, how they're time machines. It's going to talk about the DNA. It's going to talk about infinity and balance. He. <laughs> it's going to talk about that grid. This grid. I haven't really. I haven't really actually fully explained that grid, which is a bit weird. Little Dennis is going to help me over me a little drink. <laughs> need a little drink. Yeah. So, and it's also going to talk about time loops. What else was it? There's quite a lot of stuff in there. It's basically is DNA, time travel, time loops, the new earth, pyramids, reptilians, if you want to call them that stuff like that it's gonna be i think it's gonna be amazing so the reason i'm gonna do it live is if i do it live i won't have to fuss about with editing the videos and rendering it and stuff so it's going to be very raw and rough <laughs> rough hopefully hopefully you enjoy that and also it's going to go as long as it needs to that one it could be a few hours i think so that'll be coming up in a week hopefully but all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote and this week's quote goes to Graham Hancock, who is one of the best archaeologists, I think. He, oh, I wanted to talk about Gebeke Tepe as well. Again, uh, another sign that you can't hide the truth. And another sign that the truth is so powerful that it will it will reveal itself in the end. So what happened was, Gebeke Tepe was built, I feel like it was 12,000 years ago or something. And what it does is, the fact that it was built about 12,000 years ago, super advanced structures, it basically it, it shatters the, the history that we've been taught. 
Oh, I didn't even talk about the pyramids and the water. So the pyramids are supposed to have been built 2,000 years ago or something by the pharaohs. But when you actually go and study it, people who know what they're doing, when they study it, they see water damage at the base of the pyramids and the sphinx as well. I think it's more the sphinx than the pyramids. And what it does is it shows that those pyramids were about when the Great Flood was about, about 12,000 years ago. And the thing that I love is what you have to do is you have to piece all these pieces together like a puzzle. That on its own isn't enough. But when you realise that there was a, a thing that, a comet, I think it was, and they found the they found the, the point of the comet, which is about 12,000 years ago, everything starts to line up to this like 12,000 years ago. So what it's saying is that the pyramids were built before, and the Sphinx was built before 12,000 years ago. <laughs> so there's almost like evidence that that it's a lie what we've been what we've been taught but the thing is it's not really it's not really pushed into the main what's it called main the media basically yeah so what what it is is you have to go out of your way to go and find it one of the best people who's spreading the, the wisdom and the knowledge of the past is graham hancock he's brilliant he is and he's got a quote here which i love this this might be one of the best quotes ever by Graham Hancock. I'll read the full quote. So what he said was, he said, we truly are a species with amnesia. We have forgotten a very important part of our story. So I love that. It's, it is, but the thing is, we know. That's the, that's the thing about it. I know. We know. We, we know. We just don't know we know. And the reason for that is, it's inside of our DNA. The truth is inside of our DNA because the DNA is all of time. So it's got the truth in it. The thing is, the, the connection to it has been, let's say, sabotaged or severed. But the thing is, like anything, it's like anything. If there was a connection before, you can always reconnect it. And this is what meditation does and stuff. You're, what you're doing is you're basically reconnecting these severed connections, which is brilliant. And you can also do it in the part. You can also do it in the physical by like digging up things and stuff. So you, you start getting evidence in the physical, you start feeling and seeing inside the the meditations and stuff, and it, again, it all starts syncing up. It's quite amazing. So I'd, I'd also recommend looking into Graham Hancock. I'll put a link in the show notes and stuff. <laughs> but this week's quote, I'm going I'm to use half of it, I love it. This week's little inspirational quote, we truly are a species with amnesia. That's Graham Hancock. 